waste my time. No playing blind man's bluff is a little baby's game. I did um, talk to Sully yesterday about my good pal Stephen Van Zandt, who's going to join me at Joe Murray's house, the Little North Pole, the Christmas decoration event that he puts on every year. It's a big deal. And uh, Tony Sirico, a.k.a. Paulie Walnut, who passed away a couple of months ago, can't make it this year because, well, he's dead. So while little Stevie, my pal, is going to go in his stead with me, and uh, Van Zant, of course, and Bruce, they're about to start rehearsing next month and hit the road in January. They'll be here at Giant Stadium in August. And uh, Bruce did that song, Rosalita, when he did that tremendous two-hour interview with um, Howard, which means they now listen to all of it. It was, it was amazing. And that brings up my next guest, who also has his own show at Sirius XM. He's got his own channel, Mad Dog Unleashed, which is great. Also has a terrific television show high heat on the mlb network and of course was the better half of the legendary mike and the mad dog combination and most recently inducted and deservedly so into the radio hall of fame in chicago he's my dear friend the great christopher mad dog russo doggy good morning how are you pal Uh, enough of that yes bruce was great i heard the same thing he was very warm in that spot, played Rosalita there too for Howard. That was a great two hours and fifteen minutes. You hit it on the head. Totally it really was great. great. And, and, and I tell you, uh, when he talked about when he realized Chris that he was a big deal when he was at the Hall of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and he was like sitting in between. I think it was Roy Orbison and maybe Petty or or Bob Dylan, yes. and and you could just and, and then of course he played Bob Dylan's songs. I just I, I can feel I can feel it, Chris. It, it really came across as very sincere. Yeah, 100%. Looking forward to that. It'll start February 1st in Tampa. You know, he's going to play all those arenas there for a good part of the uh, spring. And then he's going to go to Europe for about three or four months. Yep. And I didn't even know he announced anything at Giant Stadium. So that was news to me because I know this is a, he's going to go to Australia and New Zealand too yes. late next year. I mean, listen, he's going to go crazy with this tour. Thank God. He's going to play every other day here, Tampa, Atlanta, Miami, the first three days, uh, February 3rd. First, third, and fifth. So he'll be into it. And obviously, he's in the New York area there, right around the uh, start of the uh, final, well, right around the final four NCAA tournament. And of course, the championship game that night, April, whatever it might be, he's at the UBS Arena. So we'll be flying with Bruce. Looking forward to it. Yes, and uh, I'm actually going to fly down with uh, Van Zant and Sullivan and all the guys to the show at the Hard Rock Live, Jimmy Allen's place down in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, that's going to be oh, a great event, too. Yeah. yeah. That February 5th. Yes. You. Yes. You should come with us, Chris. Come on down. I tell you, uh, I've heard you on Howard Stern show so often. You're very, very funny. You guys have a great rapport together. But he's always been my all-time favorite. I've worked with Don Imus to say that Howard Stern is my favorite. is kind of sacrilegious, but it is what it is. But um, he said he locked himself in a room for three days, told his wife, don't come see me. Don't talk to me. I got to get to know Bruce. And when he, he sat down with him, 
You can tell he had done his homework. That's why Stern, to this day, I believe, is still the greatest interviewer of all time. Well, remember, he doesn't know that much about He doesn't know as much about Bruce. See, you and I could do that, Scott, without having to do that. Right. Because we grew up with Bruce a little more than Howard did. You know, Howard grew up with Crosby, Stills, and Nash, uh, you know, back in the early 70s. That's a little early for us. And we kind of grew up with Bruce in the late 70s, early 80s when Howard was just getting his career started. So I think that's why he did all the work. I know he'd been trying to get Bruce on for a long period of time. I know they talked before that October 31st interview, and Bruce told Howard that anything, everything is on the table. Uh, and I did not realize that, um, you know, there was an issue with Howard and and Patty. So he must have said some stuff about Patty, which I was not aware of. Me either. Because they alluded to it two or three times yes. in the spots. So, yeah, me either. Uh, but it was, very, it was very, very good. And I, you're right. That's um, – you know, Howard kind of stayed, stayed out of the way. He got the most out of Bruce. Bruce playing five or six songs. And, again, I thought the key word there was warm. You know, I thought that was just – it was just a warm interview. It was, yeah. you know, it was a, a feel-good kind of spot. Yep. It was two hours and 15 minutes. Uh, I heard it on the plane from Chicago to Houston. Uh, I had downloaded it. I heard that whole two-hour and 15-minute thing on that flight about two weeks ago. And I thought they did a hell of a job. Me 100%. too. Yeah, I loved it. I loved when he admitted that he was upset that Manfred Mann had a bigger hit with Blinded by the Light than he did. But that's yeah, all good. It didn't seem like it bothered him because uh, Howard asked him about, well, how about when you're, you know, because the night fire, how right. about when your songs uh, you get uh, covered and do well better with the person who does the cover than compared to you? And Bruce said, hey, you know what? That's a compliment. I don't care. Yeah, so but, then, but, then, was- but then, then, then he did kind of giggle afterwards and kind of admit, well, maybe just a little bit of bothers me, just a little. Because he did initially say what you said came off very nice and good for Patti Smith and good for Manfred Mann. But then it, he did kind of come off like, okay, maybe just a little. But maybe I just saw it that <laughs> way. A little. Yeah. A little. Hey, let's talk about uh, Aaron Judge. Uh, I know you're not the biggest Yankee lover, Chris, and all those great giant Yankee arguments with Mike Francesa over the years. But I'm sorry. Is there any way? You know, Tani had a great year, great year, and he's a magnificent ball player. Is there any way you can vote against Aaron Judge for the MVP this year? I was shocked he got two first-place votes, Otani. I completely agree. I heard you there during the update. I didn't know Ben Verlander was one of them. That's a joke. How does anybody vote against Otani, uh, against Judge, who had 62 home runs, carried the Yankees in the second half? Uh, you know, Otani didn't play a game this year of note that had any pressure in it. You know, I know he's an excellent pitcher, but he only goes, he pitches every sixth day through 140, 150 innings. Um, so I, 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 compl- I hit 260. I mean, I'm not trying to knock Otani, but when somebody votes for him, you almost have to knock him to explain why he should have voted for Judge. So as a result, you are 1,000% correct. That is a, I'm a little surprised that Goldschmidt won so easy. I thought that would be a little closer with Machado. You could have uh, voted for Machado easy. They gave it to Goldschmidt. Uh, a little surprised it was he won that uh, won that without any difficulty. But Judge, listen, he won easy anyway. He got uh, you know just about every first place vote. He should have gotten all of them. I don't know if it's worth that big a deal. Is what he gets twenty eight out of thirty. Uh, but the bottom line is Judge had an incredible year. I would also be surprised, very surprised if he doesn't return to the Yankees. I think this Rizzo signing is a portent. Those guys are thick as thick as thieves. And I would be very surprised if Rizzo signed with the Yankees, not having a feel right. of what Judge was going to do. So I think he'd be, you know, Hal Steinbrenner has been all over America the last week or so, basically saying that we'll do everything we can. We want him back, blah, blah, blah. Even talking about captaincy, 
Because how knows if he leaves, he's got blood on his hands. Yep, yep. Nobody cared about Robinson Cano when he left. But if Judge leaves, Kyle's going to get a tilt. And I think he understands that. So I think he's going to do everything he can to bring him back. I would be very surprised if Judge is not a Yankee for the rest of his life. Totally agree. Would. And he even said, which uh, you know this, owners never say this. He even said publicly, money is not an issue. What? So if you're Aaron Judge, you're going for half a billion dollars. What do you think the number will be? I end. think it would be about 350, 360. Uh, I mean, I, I, that's what I would think. And the Yankees, listen, the Yankees are going to get hurt with the contract because it's going to be, you know, eight years and Judge is 30. And, you know, he's, he's also, you know, 6'8". So you can't expect Judge to, you know, I don't think it's going to be Pujols who did had trouble with the Angels. But, you know, you got to think that the next uh, three, four years, he'd be great. But after that, the Yankees are going to be paying for it. But by the same token, the Yankees got judged for cheap here these last three, four years. So now it's going to go the other way where Judge is going to make a fortune and the Yankees are not going to get necessarily their bang for the buck. But that's the way it goes. I mean, yeah. the bottom line is going to find them. And that's yep. all there is to it. You cannot allow Judge to leave under any circumstances. There will be a disaster at Yankee Stadium. And how, who we all know is quiet about it. I mean, I can get him on right now for crying out loud. I mean, how is all over America <laughs> telling everybody how much he wants Judge to stay and he's yeah. going to give him his captaincy? I'd be stunned. I think Judge is a Yankee. Now, what about the Grom, though? Would you be stunned if he was not a New York Met? No, I would not. I, I, I'll tell you right now, don't be shocked about the Dodgers. The Dodgers need pitching. They let Tyler Anderson go. You know, the Bauer contract is up. Uh, uh, they would no problem pay him $40 million. They could use another starter. They're not going to get judged. I know their left side of the infield is a mess, but I would not be shocked. And unlike um, and DeGrom, you know, listen, I've talked to a million Met fans who are a little down on DeGrom. You know, his idea that he wants every nickel. He hasn't shown that he really wants to stay with the Mets. It's been a little bit more like, you know, I'm going, breaking the bank, blah, blah, blah. And I think that has aggravated the Met fan. Plus, he doesn't pitch a lot, wasn't lights out late in the year. Atlanta, and everything else. So as a result of that, I don't think there will be the outcry no, from Met fans if right. Rob yeah. leaves a la yep. Judge. Yep, agreed. And, you know, yep. I think Texas who will spend a fortune, and the Dodgers are definitely in play for DeGrom. Mm. He you actually had, not just Atlanta, Yeah, not just Atlanta, he had a terrible start against the Oakland A's at about the worst time oh, when the did. Mets, remember yeah. that? That really hurt the yeah. Mets. Him yeah. and Scherzer were both horrible that weekend. Uh, Christopher Mad Dog Russo, give me a name outside the local guys, the judges and DeGroms, Chris, that you think uh, may be changing their address. That'll be the biggest off-season move here during baseball's free agency. Well, Trey, Tur- Trey Turner is going to leave the Dodgers, it seems like. Maybe the Phillies. Um, you know, uh, I don't think the Braves are going to re-sign Swanson. I think they can move that kid Grissom over the shortstop if they wanted to. Um, so I think that could happen. You know, I don't know what the Red Sox – I think the Red Sox are intriguing. Um, you know, uh, the idea that, you know, they are playing Tampa Bay Ray baseball in Boston, you know, high bloom, let's, you know, look at – let's, let's try to, uh, you know, get the most out of our finances – I think that's ridiculous. I mean, not in Boston. So Devers and Bogarts is interesting. You know, Bogarts is represented by Boris, and he gave him a discount last time. He's not going to do that this time. And Devers, you're going to have to pay $250 million to sort of the contract he gave that Austin Roddy got in Atlanta. So I, I think the issues with the Red Sox on the left side of the infield in a competitive division where obviously Baltimore is getting better, Toronto's pretty good, 
you know, the, um, you know, obviously the Yankees. So and Tampa is going to be Tampa. So I think the Red Sox are very interesting to keep an eye on. Hmm. And the Giants too. Yep. You know, they were thirteenth in the net. They were thirteenth in baseball in attendance. That's a fickle market. They're not the ballpark novelty is way over with. Uh, you know, they try to win it with platoon players and you know resourcefulness. Two years ago, they won one hundred and seven. Last year, they came back to earth. You're not going to win pennants. When you know Darren Ruff and Mikey Skrimsky, you got to have stars. Yep. Two years ago, they had Posey. Crawford had a big year. Uh, last year, Posey quits. Crawford wasn't the same, and the Giants stunk. So yep. I, yep. I, and I, I don't think the Giants can't judge either. So what the Giants do will be interesting. Maybe they get a shortstop, have them play second for a little while. The Giants got to do something. They need to spend a little money with Giants because of the fact that that's fan, that's they're in the same division with the Dodgers. San Diego spending money, and that fan base ain't going to come watch the Giants go play 500 baseball. No, so that's something yep. we got to keep an eye on, too. That is true. Hey, as always, Chris, it's uh, just a pleasure. Again, congratulations on your recent induction. I know you're humble, blah, 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 but you really are the greatest of all time. So I hope you enjoyed that time in Chicago. And please keep coming back with me because I love you, pal. Thank you so much. You got it. Thank you, folks. Take care. Happy Thanksgiving, too. There he is, folks, the all-time great Christopher Mad Dog Russo with some Bruce Springsteen. Don't forget Mayor Eric Adams coming up next hour. Cats.